Family from the Heart podcast episode number 100. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Family from the Heart podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. This is episode 100. I know. 100 episodes, Stephanie. Can you believe it? Of us talking about our lives, our family, our thoughts on family topics. It's amazing we still have things to talk about after 100 episodes. Yeah, we've certainly struggled with that in our recent past, but we're... uh, I'm, I'm happy to announce to folks that um, some things are changing around here all the time. And of course, one of the things that has been changing for me personally is is the way that I do my non-content producing portion of my business. Did that all make sense? Mm-hmm. So basically the consulting and coaching work that I do in equipment sales, I think I mentioned it just briefly last week. But I'm really changing some things up there so that... What's wrong, Stephanie? You don't mention anything just briefly. I know. Nothing <laughs> happens just briefly just around funny. here. But anyway, I, I, I basically am changing my schedule around so that right. I'll have more time to focus on uh, what you and the kids. And don't give me that look like it's never going to happen. It wasn't that it was never going to happen. That That's not what that look was about. What was that look about then? <laughs> Who said I wanted you to spend more time with <laughs> me? Nice. <laughs> There you go. And the I'm, truth comes out. Clearly, I'm kidding. It was just... It was. Yeah, clearly. No, I'm just I'm <laughs> just kidding. I know that you're kidding. All right. So anyway, I just want to say that um, some things are changing around here and I've gotten... What's... What, goodness I'm thinking, gracious. of course, last night that was completely true. <laughs> yeah, last night you didn't want anything to do with me. Well, you made me mad. I know I made and, you mad. And, and that wasn't my fault, though. Oh, it wasn't your fault. You chose to be mad. I did choose to be mad. Okay, but your actions and were I your was, own responsibility. I, Take responsibility for I your did, actions. I was a total jerk. But I chose to be I, hurt and mad based on your actions. Right. So basically, let's tell them what happened. So last night, uh, I of course I had a I had what they consider to be like a surgery on my mouth, but they it's just a tooth extraction. They pulled a tooth out. Right. But it, I mean, they went in and, and right. yanked this thing they out. They pulled a tooth out. So so the thing is, is there's some pain there. And uh, they prescribed Vicodin, all right, this pain medication. And this pain medication, I took one the night before last night, and I took one last night. They right. prescribed 10 of them, and I only had you fill the prescription for two. Right. I might need a third one for tonight. Well, you'll have to call them. But uh, anyway, uh, last night I took one. And when I have this pain medication, it, I'm like super ultra alert, and when I mean, what I mean by that is like, it's like all of a sudden it's like fl- I could probably hear and count the number of times a fly would flap its wings if it flew by. Right. I mean, I was, this just puts me that alert. And so, um, I came downstairs for just a minute and I was, I was looking at something and I was typing something. And then all of a sudden Megan comes in she says, hey, she goes, Hey dad, I blah, blah. and I'm like, what? You know, it's like. Cause I, I was, it's just like, my right. gosh, what do you want? To right. Do? It's like, so then all of a sudden, you know, somebody else asked for something. And then all of a sudden you, you said, I said, Hey Cliff, where'd you go? Exactly. That's all I said. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, and I, and wait, hold on. Okay. Hold on. I get, Oh my gosh. And I'm like, okay. All I said was, where'd you go? Exactly. It really, I mean, it, I, I didn't do anything. And so you stomp your, well, you do that twice actually. 
you, you did that twice before you actually answered me. Yeah. And, um, and I, I was, think people need to know that I'm already a little sensitive to Cliff's sigh. Like <laughs> if I say something and he sighs, I'm like, what I do, I, that shouldn't have bothered, that shouldn't have bothered you. But, um, but this was an over exaggerated sigh, almost a growl. <laughs> it was an inappropriate response to her question. What you doing? No. Where'd you go? Or where'd you go? <laughs> because what happened was we were trying to get the, well, it was time to get the kids ready for bed. Yes. And we were sending them that way when Matthew announces that he has homework that he didn't do. Yes. That I had asked about first thing when we got home in the afternoon. And uh, he told me he didn't have any. So, um, or, you know, I don't know if he specifically said he didn't have any, but anyway, he went outside and played probably without answering me, honestly. And, um, and so he announces at eight thirty, eight forty five that, that he has some science homework that he still needs to get done. And, um, Cliff's like, you said to him that should have been done this afternoon. You should have done that as soon as you went home mm-hmm. or as soon as you got home. And so we're, we're, we start dealing with this and then you leave <laughs> and, and you were just gone. And I was like, well, where'd you go? And so you give me the sigh and well, the growl and the. <laughs> Yeah. And stomp yourself back upstairs. I was upset. I was <laughs> he, like, just, all I did was ask where he went. I came upstairs. Upset. My heart is pounding through my chest. And I'm like, why am I so upset about this? Yeah. And, and then all of a sudden one of the kids says something to me and I'm like, ah, stop talking. Everybody stop talking. And it was really bad. And then I stopped talking and started yelling. Yes, and you told did. You, I told you specifically, you cannot have PABL and leave me alone at the same time. You need to pick one. Got and it. is it so much to ask for you to be around while we're putting the kids to bed or whatever, you know, is, is that so much to ask? And I, I was, qu- I was quite upset with you. So last night, was not the best night. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Last night, I did not want to spend extra time with my husband. Exactly. It's like, you should probably put some more hours on that schedule. Yeah, I'm thinking that, you know, maybe a little bit more um, strategic planning of taking the pain medication would have worked. Yeah. You know, like maybe take a couple ibuprofen until the kids go to bed and then take the heavy stuff. <laughs> gotcha. Speaking of but which, yeah, I need it was, some it was ibuprofen. Not, um, not a good night last night. So anyway. It was not a good night. Yeah. Which leads us to our topic for the day. <laughs> yeah. Occasionally, there are times, you know, we, we uh, the last two weeks have been interesting. Uh, we talked about uh, sex in marriage la- uh, two weeks ago mm-hmm. uh, with, with, with a certain question that we had. Uh, last week, we talked about praying together as a couple and got a great piece of audio feedback. We We had talked about the fact that you know, especially for the person two weeks ago, we had mentioned that perhaps some, you know, going into some marriage counseling would be very helpful. And um, we also mentioned, I think, the fact that you and I benefited greatly from attending a uh, weekend to remember uh, family life marriage conference. Absolutely. Right. And I got an email from Kylie who says, hey, Cliff and Stephanie, after listening to Family from the Heart, I heard an ad for Family Life Weekend to Remember on Dave Ramsey's show and thought some and thought it might be something other for other Family from the Heart listeners to be that they might be interested in. And I can't read today, but that's OK, because I can't read any other day. Anyway, here's the link to the decal uh, to the uh, details, which gives gives a discount to interesting party interested parties. 
So if you guys are interested, go to familylife.com forward slash Dave. Okay. All right. Family, familylife.com forward slash Dave. And she says, love the show, which by and the it's way, it's not just for married couples. They have a whole, um, separate, whole separate things that they cover for engaged couples as well. Yes. Um, yeah, I, re- I really, really enjoyed Stephanie and I the weekend to remember we went twice. We have gone twice. We're going to talk about our experience in just a moment. But if you don't mind, what I'm going to do is from the website, I'm going to go ahead and play a, just a little bit of a, a video, the audio from the video that they have describing uh, basically. Well, I'll tell you what I'll let I'll let um, what's his name? Is it Gary? No. Um, why can't Dennis, Dennis Rainey. Rainey? Yes. Thank you. Gary Rainey. Anyway, here's You're what here's Gary what Denny, Dennis had to say. Marriage conferences can make a huge difference in a man and a woman's life, especially if they occur over an entire weekend. Over the years, Family Life has trained more than two million people at our Weekend to Remember Marriage Conferences. And over those years, I've literally received tens of thousands of letters and comments about how the conference impacted their lives. I want to share with you my favorite letter that I've ever received in 33 years of doing these conferences. Interestingly enough, the letter doesn't come from someone who came to the conference. The letter comes from a single woman who won the prize of being able to send her parents to the conference. Let me read it. Dear sirs, I don't know what you did with my real mom and dad, but I love the new ones you've sent to me. My parents were among the hundreds of couples at the Weekend to Remember conference this past weekend, and boy, are they different. I'm convinced you switched my real parents with people who look like them because, and then she lists seven things. Number one, every day since the conference, my mom and dad have been talking over what they learned and comparing notes from their workbooks over dinner. Number two, they've been talking instead of arguing. Number three, My dad calls my mom, my wife, instead of your mother. (laughs) Number four, they talk about legacies, about communication, about understanding one another. Number five, my mom actually asked my dad to do things instead of expecting him to offer. And he says yes. Number six, they're even holding hands. She has in parenthesis, creepy, exclamation point. Number seven, they're clinging to each other instead of to us kids. What did you do to them? God has truly worked a marital miracle through your ministry. I'm so happy for them and so grateful to God and to you for helping this miracle happen. Then listen to her conclusion. This is profound. Looking at them now has made me rethink my own dreaded fears concerning marriage. I can't express how much this ministry to my parents has meant to me and to them. If you're thinking about going to a weekend to remember, or you're thinking about sending some friends or family members, I want to encourage you, do whatever it takes, except lying, to get them there. Go to familylife.com for more information. There'll be more than 130 of these events all around the country. There you go. Stephanie, would you say that that is an exaggeration, that letter? No, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. That's really cool. That will be our gift to our children when they are getting married. Absolutely. We will be sending them and their 
So Sauce to be. Stephanie and I went to the Family Life Marriage Conference for the first time. Oh gosh, I don't. How long ago was it? I don't um, know. Six. It, about six seven years. years. Yeah. Right. How old is McKenna? Well, McKenna's getting ready to turn five. Yes. And we went in 05. No, we went in 04. Okay. No, we went in 05 because I didn't fit in the shower because I was pregnant. <laughs> Do you remember that? They no. gave us a room with a bigger bed. Oh, But the yes. shower was like, I yeah, I, I was. I don't remember that. I was eight months pregnant and, and I couldn't that fit in the, the shower. That was the second time we went, right? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. We went in 05. Did we go the year before? Or did we, went, we skip a year? No, we went the year before. So we, we went, went two in 2004 in and 2005. Yes. My friends, let me tell you, um, this marriage marriage conference literally changed our marriage. I mean, it, and, and I'm not just saying that. It literally changed our marriage. The conference, um, the speakers, the topics that they have. Matter of fact, as, as far as I know, that well, at least for two years straight, the, the topics are exactly the same. Uh, the book, the right? It content, was the same. It was, it was the same different book. speakers was, yes. giving those top those talks, but the the content of the conference is the same. And I would imagine it's probably even still the same today, right. maybe slightly updated, but still, this content the the things that I walked away with the most uh, was number one, understanding the five threats to marital oneness, mm-hmm. which by the way we've covered here in Family from the Heart in the past, I believe, haven't we? Did we cover it in Family from the Heart or was it back when we did um, um, My Crazy Life? I'm almost positive we did Five Threats to Marital Oneness here okay. on Family from the Heart. Okay. I think we did it in like a single episode here, but All I right. could be wrong. I don't I, I know I don't that we it. um I know that we've covered them, but I, I thought that it was way back when we did um my crazy life because we were over here in the corner with the setup like in the newspaper over there. I think you're yep, right. That, that little setup right there. Oh, no, no. Back. Threats to oneness. It was episode 44. Of, but then we've covered them twice. Yes, we have. Because we did a five part series yes, titled the uh, five threats to marital oneness. Yeah. But I would encourage you if you are listening to this and you have not heard episode number 44. Um, I would encourage you to go back to that Family from the Heart episode where we talked about the five threats to marital oneness. It, it, excellent content that radically changed, you know, the understanding of who we are and the importance of us being one. And you know, what's funny is that, you know, based on the story that we just shared about last night is that um, I think that you really do need to review that content all the time. Mm-hmm. Because it's so easy to fall into the pattern of what is this crazy, fast-paced life that we lead. Yes. And forget the things that are most important. Yep. I, I will say this. When we went to the Family Life Marriage Conference for the very first time, and we came away from that weekend, I truly felt for the first time that you and I operated as one. I mean, completely, honestly, 100% on the same page. And I remember walking out of that conference and I remember the the weeks that followed doing everything within my power to protect our unity. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's how we survived bringing home the third baby is that 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 information was still so fresh and still so new. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we would have gotten lost a long time ago. Yes. And, you know, and I'm not saying that we're lost now, but but it really really changed how we communicated through that time. Mm-hmm. And um, 
And that's another thing, by the way, another session that they have is Is communication, how to communicate with one another. And, and I learned a lot about just, you know, unspoken expectations, uh, and, and, and how important it is to clearly communicate how you feel rather than blaming, Mm -hmm. you know, other things on people, just, just the words that we choose, which is so funny because that's something that happened last night. I was trying to tell you how I felt and you, (laughs) you were like, and you started to get up off the couch. I'm like, that's not going to get you anywhere. I'm not saying you're doing these things. I'm telling you how I'm feeling. And I get you were all drugged up and everything, but, but that's one thing that I was trying to share how I felt. I was not placing any blame, Right. but we've, we've come so far from that place of communication that we know is right that you took. I think you took offense to what I was trying to tell you. Well, last night I would have taken offense to if you breathed too loudly. Um, right. So, but yes, I totally agree. And, and what I was saying though, is that for a couple of weeks, I remember trying to protect that oneness. Right. And slowly over time, that message began to fade when the whole, you know, the busyness of life and our schedules and priorities get out of whack. And what happened was when it's at one time and then it's easier to miss it the next time and the next time and the next time until you forget that you were doing it to start with. Right. And then what happened was uh, the time for the marriage life conference came around again the following year. And it's like, wow, I really desperately feel a need to reconnect with that material. I mean, we, when we went there, the information, it was so clear to us how important that is and how, far over the last year have we come from what we felt like when we walked away. So right. we went to the the conference again that that following right. year and again came away completely re-energized uh, and, and connected and felt like we were on the same page. We were one again and just I, I came away with that same feeling of wanting to protect this. And it's right. like, I'm not going to let this happen again. I, well, <laughs> and of course, you know, and the, the and time that came well, around in 2006 and then we had three kids to find childcare for, for the whole weekend. And that just wasn't looking so likely. Exactly. And, and so not to mention the fact that just a whole bunch of other stuff. And so we've not been back since, but I'll tell you what, there's a strong desire on my part to want to go back to, experience another weekend to remember events right and to get away the the matter of fact if if you're thinking about doing the weekend to remember here here's the i'd like to go to one in another city that's exactly the point that i was just getting ready to say is don't go go to the website seriously go to the website Mm -hmm. sign sign up for one of these things go to it but do me a favor and do not go to one in your city don't look for one close to you well you can yeah, you can, you can. I think for um, some people for financial, like the first year that we went, um, one night we stayed at home because we went to the one in Cincinnati and one night we stayed at home. And then the on Saturday night, which is what they actually call the date night, you break early in the afternoon and they want you to go on a date. That night we did stay in um, the hotel up there at the airport. Yeah. And or an hotel. <laughs> Just we, we stayed at a hotel at the not. Yeah, right. not that there's just one. Um, so anyway, so we stayed up there, and um, and then the next year we went, we stayed in Cincinnati at the hotel that they were holding the conference at. Yes. So so we did, you know, the second year, I still think that we got away, but I don't think it was far enough away. Right. You know, um, so I, w- I would highly recommend going to 
at least a, and, yeah. at least one or two cities away. Right. So so here's here's and, and this is what I want to share with you guys is that the first year that we went, you know, I, I'm like, OK, well, there's it's coming to Cincinnati. Well, the, gosh, that's only a 15 minute drive. We did get child care, but I chose, you know, not to do the whole spending all the money on the hotel room when it's silly when we're 15 minutes drive away. Well, I will tell you this. When I actually got to the conference, I felt very convicted, not guilty, but I just felt a very real conviction in my heart about the fact that I wouldn't even be willing to, you know, basically take my wife out of her own environment for a while. You know, the same place where the, all the dishes have to be done and all this other stuff. And just to give her the experience of just taking herself out of this world and 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 being free from the distractions of everyday life and the reminder, which our, you know, our home would be just a reminder right. of all the things. Because there's always, th- you know, there were things that still needed to be done and stuff like that, just like there always is. So, so the thing is, is what I recognize is that, you know what, this is not right. So we actually scrambled for looking for a hotel. Now the hotel where the conference was, was, was already booked solid. I would have paid, as a matter of fact, at that point, I would have paid anything to even get us any room downtown and we couldn't find anything because of the conference. And so we found a, we found a hotel that was, believe it or not, five minutes from our home. Uh, if that we, we stayed in a hotel that was five minutes from our home just to be in a place that was unique. And, you know, I think I got us one of the suites, right. You know, in this hotel. And so it was, it was just, it became as it became clear to me just how little I had been investing in our relationship. So one of the things I will say to you is if you're thinking, well, gosh, Cliff, I, I think our marriage could greatly benefit from something like that, but I just don't know if we can afford it. And, and one of the things I'm just going to say is that if that's your thinking and, and, and I'm not going to please understand, I'm not preaching at you. I'm, I'm sharing from my experience. That was my thinking. I don't know that I can afford this weekend. But at that point, we couldn't afford not to. That That's exactly it. The thing. The question is, is how important is this weekend? And, and, and then to think about all the other things that, quote unquote, I can't afford that I continue to put money towards anyway. Right. And it's like, man, it really is true that electronics and gadgets are more important to me than my own marriage. And, and that's when it hit home. And it's like, you know what there, you know, I am, we are going to stay at a hotel by golly. And that's when I, it's like, I was smart the second year. It's like, you know, we're, (laughs) we're getting a hotel and stuff like that. And, and I, Stephanie, I want to, I want to go ahead if you don't mind. And I want to make a commitment to you that you and I over the next week, I want to start planning for our next weekend to remember. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. It's going to have to be after lost, Lost. obviously. (laughs) Right. But uh, a matter of fact, I think I think probably, you know what, Stephanie, I would say probably within 30 days after the lost party, we should plan. Well, I okay. You know, I, within, I think within I think within. Day, OK, you know, no, at least give us two, so somewhere between somewhere between two to four weeks after the lost event. I think we need to go away. And in fact, I wouldn't mind I'm if, looking right now. If you don't mind, I would like you to look at that. Um, the cruise. Oh, option. Okay. Would you be interested in that? Yeah, that's that's completely different than the. Um... Yeah, I know. Okay. Well, we've already been to the weekend. Remember, so right. the cruise is a little bit different, but that. Yeah, I, I'm totally interested in the cruise. OK, which, by um, the way, folks, we're we're going to. Um, this is the cruise is um, February 14th through 18th of 
Okay, that's a little further out. So, so right. Let me just click on it. Does it have a video or anything here talking about the cruise? Book now. Request a brochure. Posted. Sure. Uh, first ever. Okay, first ever fully chartered Christian marriage cruise. Book now. So there's no no. There's not anything additional on no. here. Although I don't know. It says Kirk Cameron's going to be there. Point of Grace. Bob Lapine. Uh, Sela. Who's Sela? They're a band. Okay, Michael O'Brien, Shante Feltine. Feltine. That that she's the one who wrote uh, for women only, right? And I think she also wrote a book for men only. I don't know. I'm not sure. Big anyway, Daddy Weave. Big Daddy Weave. Illusionist hair. Anyway, acts of renewal. Comedy with three, two, one improv. That three, two, one improv. They're actually the people who are going to be at mm-hmm. Watermark sa- Saturday. Saturday right. night. Yep. So anyway, very cool. So but yeah, that's farther out. So so probably we'll okay. do the weekend to remember. But let's do it in a place that's far away and that is I'm exciting. Looking. All right, I'm looking. All right, well, don't have to do it now. But well, just while we're talking. Okay. I know. I know. But I, you know, I would like to go. You know okay. what? I'd like to go to a city. You know what? Th- and this would be fun. This would be fun. We could actually choose a city that's far enough away from us that it would be exciting to go to. Okay. And we could announce it, and we could invite other married couples to from GSPN to, right. to go with us. How's that sound? Mm-hmm. How's that sound? I like that. That sounds good. All right. So anyway, family life weekend to remember. I just, I just really wanted to bring it up because this is something that honestly, quite honestly, I will tell you right now, I need again. I, I need this because I have, you know, I know some of the things that I need to do, but I need that weekend to get away, to refocus, to get away from all the distractions and and to recalibrate my, my own mission and purpose when it comes to being the husband and the father that God's called me to be. And I know that I know from experience that a weekend away at a conference where this content is being, um, you know, being focused on that, that it has been a, a benefit. And then I'm not just saying that. So honestly, right. All right. So anyway, so Stephanie, you wanted to share a little bit about, uh, we, last week we were talking about the blogs that we were had uncovered because we were talking about what well, how did that come up um vacations someone asked oh, about yes. vacations and and you went and you found some of our pictures from those grange trips and while we were there i was just playing around and um i found the blog that you had done from um the day mckenna was born and mm-hmm. that's that's one of those things that is always fun for me to go back and look at because i think that with megan Megan being my first child, it is more, um, and I, I remember it more clearly. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, um, Matthew's, I, I remember was, it was, I don't know, but McKenna's, I sometimes forget some of the details. <laughs> like I can't, I know right now how much she weighs because I showed her her baby picture this morning because Megan had asked me about it. And, um, but I like, I never remember how much McKenna weighed or how long she was. I, I never remember her details. And, um, and so it's always fun for me to go back and look at that. And just last week when we were playing around, um, looking at the vacation stuff, I went and I looked, you know, at the, at the April, 2005. And I went and I found the day and you did a play by play of, of what was happening. You know, you were blogging all day and I remember people giving you a hard time being, you know, shouldn't you be at Stephanie's side? And I was taking a nap or something because, you know, I highly recommend drugs (laughs) when in labor. And, um, 
And so you had just you just blogged and played poker all day. But it's so fun for me to go back and to read those details. And like like an hour and a half before I had McKenna, I was putting on makeup because I knew that all these people were going to be coming throughout the day and that I wouldn't have time after. And um, it's just a fun thing to remember. It really is. And I think now that McKenna, I mean, she's turning five, which I have a hard time. I really have a hard time with. My baby's going to be five. And and so it's fun to look back and see, you know. That's awesome. So I, I think one of the things that I wanted to bring out is that, um, you know, if you're if you have a family, I think one of the coolest things that you can do as a family is to create a blog. Now, of course, you know, you do have to be concerned about your own privacy and how much stuff you share and and all that sort of stuff. And some people are very concerned about posting photos of their kids. And I totally understand that. Right. But if you're cool with it. Um, blogging is something that is extremely exciting. One of the things we don't have is we don't take a lot of pictures and and print them out right. and have photo albums. We have tons of digital pictures, but actually having prints laying around, we don't have that. Exactly. But last week, just out of nowhere, we had a question and it was, you know, what was some of your favorite vacations? And we uncovered this old blog that... Had, had all these pictures. Has all these pictures and has all these stories. And, you know, there's the story about how I was blogging the entire, you know, the step-by-step updates of, you know, when you were in labor right. with McKenna. But there's also, you know, there was the time when Matthew was in the hospital. Right. Uh, getting ready to have his tonsils taken right. out. There was the time when uh, Megan's friend, uh, was her name Cameron? Carmen. Carmen, mm-hmm. who had uh, passed away due to mm-hmm. a fight with leukemia. Yeah. And, uh, you know, all of that stuff is recorded. It's all right. You blogged all that. I blogged all of that. Didn't you make, didn't you make a blog when Matthew turned like two or three? Yes. And you made like this blog of all these pictures. It was, it was a picture collage of him. That was fun. I mean, just, and it's, it's really cool to be able to go back and look at that, but not only for us to look at it, but to share it with them as well. Exactly. You know, Megan will now, um. I mean, Megan still remembers Carmen and and every detail that happened around that. And she was five, you know, she was five when when Carmen died. And um, she still remembers all those details. But if she didn't, it's documented for her, you know, and and the beautiful way that she handled it. You know, I remember just talking about how mature for a, for a five-year-old that, that she took it and how I remember there was even before we told her like we had gotten the call from her teachers and even before we told her that that Carmen had died she sensed it in her spirit and and she started asking questions and so I'm just but all of that is there for her if she ever wants to remember you know yep exactly and and not only that but um you know, the, the thing is, is it helps me to remember, you know, just how precious our kids were and how fast they were. grow. <laughs> well, I mean, just how precious they were. I, well, at, you know, at, at younger ages, right. you know, I guess I'm so sorry. No, I just I thought it was funny because I called them monsters all the time. But I mean, what I mean is, is just like, I mean, it's hard to remember Megan. I mean, I just posted a, a, a that link. picture. It's hard to remember Megan. This being, little, yeah. yeah. Megan being that little girl, you know, about McKenna's age. And for those who are looking at the picture, Megan is not the one picking her nose. <laughs> yes. Megan's the one on the right. <laughs> She's the one on the right. And then Carmen is on her mom's lap. Who's there. the girl and on the left? I forget her name. Oh, okay. I cannot remember. She um, looks familiar. Like somebody I've that Megan still knows. 
No, I don't think we go to school with her anymore. Okay. Um, that, that was the hard thing about going to the private preschool. And then, you know, McKenna is now realizing this now um, because she goes to a private preschool and they're all going to split up and go to different elementary schools next year. And she's like, Mama, all my friends aren't going to the same school with me. Hmm. And so, and that was just remembering that with Megan. Um, I love to look back at these pictures of Megan and realize how much McKenna really does look like her. Yeah. Like I said that last week when we talked about the vacation pictures. Um, but, um, I mean, it, it's just, it's really cool. Yes. And so here's the thing. There, there are several of you, by the way, if you want to take a look at our old blog, the one that I happen to be talking about, and by the way, this covers everything from September of 2004 <laughs> through December of 2008, which by the way, this is very interesting. If you go through and it, by the way, it's at ravenscraft.org forward slash old blog. So it's ravenscraft.org forward slash old blog. Right. All right. That's how you get there. And uh, the thing is, is get this. It's got from September of 2004. It's got an entire and then it's got all the way to uh, this. What was going on? I'm going to go look and see what was going on back then. Go uh, ahead. Keep talking. Matthew's third birthday. Oh, isn't he handsome? I'm sorry. Exactly. Uh, first day of school, 2004. Yeah. Reading in the power of your mind. Oh, I love that okay. little post. But anyway, it's got all the way through and, and check this out. There's an entire year of blog posts before podcasting ever existed in my mind. <laughs> That's funny. So you can see the kind of stuff that I used to share online before I even started podcasting. Right. And then, of course, you can see what happened in December of 2005. When uh, we started. When we started podcasting right. and blogging about lost and all this other stuff and and uh you can actually see a progression you know of of the type of stuff i was sharing you know these are like lost show notes yeah a lot of it it is lost show notes (sighs) from back from you know once once it but um you know there's a like i'm looking at the archive for february 2007 why i love the podcast i was just brow listen to this i was just browsing a friend's blog and came across this entry I'm going to quote what she said, wrote below. Highlights are added to explain some con, uh, content as to why I love a podcast. And um, I'll just read a portion that's in bold print. It says, all this changed for me around a month, around the month of April. I know I have mentioned the Lost podcast I'm a huge fan of. I listened to them for a while and found out that they had two other podcasts. One was about the host's crazy life and the other about the church. One of the hosts is a minister, both host. That's so funny to call me a minister these days. I know. <laughs> Although I do very much consider everything I do as full-time ministry now. Right. But uh, <clears throat> anyway, both hosts are a team, a husband and wife and a team. Let's see here. Husband and wife team that podcast about loss. I listened to them and I heard something that intrigued me. I felt so, I felt something that intrigued me. They had this amazing chemistry and a love for one another. Wow, that's they felt that, huh? <laughs> anyway, they had this amazing <laughs> chemistry and love for one another, but that wasn't what I sensed. I, uh, I felt so much more and I couldn't quite describe it. Um, I listened to them and more and more, and I became, I began to wonder if maybe it had something to do with their faith and their connection to each other through their relationship with God. Questions roamed in and out of my head. One day I finally stopped and said to myself, uh, self, what <laughs> what better way could you ask uh, your questions uh, about their conjoined faith, about your curiosity and faith about God? The internet is anonymous. Rejection is so much easier to take when it's when it's this way because all you have to do is click away. 
go for it. So I did. I wrote Cliff, the host, a long email asking about what I saw in them and asking about uh, what they could tell someone with little with the little bit of history that you read in my previous paragraphs here. He and his wife did let's see did not respond in email, but actually responded with a podcast. You can actually listen to the MP3 here if you like. And which, by the way, that was episode number seven of my crazy life, which is now pursuing a balanced life. Anyway, um, I was all struck while listening. I was, let's see, I was silly. Let's see, I was silly and I listened to it. I was silly and I listened to it while I was, oh, okay, I get it. I was silly and I listened to it while I was at work one day. When the podcast ended, I broke down into tears at my desk. I could feel something I hadn't felt before in my life. I felt something at work within, at work within me. I would, let's see, it was so overwhelming to that to this day, I have even, let's see, I even have a difficult time describing it. I wanted to run through the building screaming that God loves me and I love God. I wanted to tell the whole world that I could feel him with within me, physically feel him. Anyway, so she she continues on. And, and it's like, you know, just the, the fact that, you know, just sharing these blog posts, it, it just it's neat to go back and to remember milestones and mile right. markers of who we are, where we've been, the lives that have been touched over the years. Right. That's cool. I mean, it's it's so very cool. Like I'm looking at one. I was listening to you, but I'm looking at one right now where um, I, I, I think it's from March. It, it's March of 05. And um and just reading your stress and how you stress out about everything. What's and this one? You really are. Well, um, I guess it started with a post about the dental nightmare. Oh, with which, Megan? Yeah. Yes. Um, which I didn't look at, but I'm assuming that that's the one where you shared everything that had happened there. And then um, and then you continued it into a second one titled um, More Medical Concerns. It's from March 21st of 2005. And you just talk about how... Um, how Matthew had um, Matthew had had um, a respiratory infection where he was taking albuterol breathing treatments, which he did a lot of back then, um, a whole lot of back then, and how you were freaking out always because in the back of your mind, um, I think at his nine month checkup, he we were told he had a slight heart murmur, and that he would outgrow it. And even after I told you that he outgrew it, you were still like held it in the back of your mind and freaking out about it. Please know Matthew has no heart murmur. <laughs> He outgrew it right? and um, or it self-corrected or however you want to describe. I don't know. But the pediatrician even told me at nine when he was nine months old, he will probably outgrow this, which he did. Cool. And then um, and it just talks about how he was having. Um, let's see. He had four four cavities that needed to be addressed, which on top of coming out of Megan's dental nightmare was very stressful. Um, and he started to have. You described a story where um, just about his separation anxiety Mm -hmm. when I was pregnant with McKenna as we got closer to the due date um, and how at school he was sobbing and telling his teachers that his belly hurt. And so they called me to come and get him and then he was fine. It it was just the separation anxiety. So um, you go and then you go into, well, if. If those were the only two things, I don't feel think I would be that stressed out, but you would have been because that's who you were back then. And um, and then Megan was having medical issues of her own, you describe. And um, 
<laughs> where she had like her neck was hurting and you heard her neck pop and it popped again and her fingers were and so you I, re, I remember trying to tell the doctor that you wanted an x-ray and they thought he's out of his mind and I'm like well he wants an x-ray so here have her and um, getting an x-ray on a child is not easy um, especially a chest x-ray now that would have nothing to do with the neck but a chest x-ray on a child we've had to do that one time not fun not right. fun at all and um so and, and then it goes on and then you're like if that weren't enough <laughs> if that weren't enough um i have a pregnant wife who is due in four to five weeks she's got hypertension with this pregnancy <laughs> and it just goes on and on and the, the funny thing is is that when i was talking to megan this morning um and and we were looking at that blog where of the day that i had mckenna and I said, oh, that's right. She was seven five and how I have a hard time remembering, um, you know, how much she weighed. The other two were over eight pounds. And I guess because they were both eight pounds, it's easier for me to remember the eight. I don't I really I can't. Here's the thing. I'm just a bad mom. <laughs> that's all it is. Whatever. And, uh, I know. I'm kidding. I can't remember our kids ages. <laughs> I do know. But wait, how old I am they a bad dad. I, I do know how old they are. And um, and I can tell you, Megan weighed eight, twelve. Matthew weighed eight, four and McKenna weighed seven, five. And so Megan was asking, well, why was she only seven pounds and we were eight? And I said, well, because she was born a week early. Um, they, they induced my labor a week early. And so she wanted to know why. And so I was trying to explain to her that, um, I had I had high blood pressure through the entire pregnancy and then started to develop symptoms of toxemia. What's toxemia? So then I'm like looking up the definition and explaining it to her. And I told her, I said, had I had I carried McKenna another week like I did with, you know, you and Matthew, she would have been over eight pounds. You know, she, she would have been an eight pound baby. And um, and so it just it's just funny because you really were stressing about all of this stuff. And, you know, and I did, I did develop, um, you know, preeclampsia or a toxin, whatever you want to call it. And, um, and they did have to induce her a week early. And so, I mean, but it was just you, you, the way you. I used to worry about yeah, everything. Well, yeah. And I still do. You, you still do, but I don't think Not that as you much. carry it all the way you did. I, yeah. I, well, the thing, one thing I will tell you is that uh, I honestly believe that when I left my career, to pursue podcasting full time and, and having really no idea how I was going to make a living doing this and just trusting God. I, it was the first time I learned to live by faith. And since then I have come to understand that God is really in control. I mean, it's like, you know, it's, it's one thing to say this and to know it with your head. But I mean, I I'm at the point now where I, I think I really do know it with my heart that God is in control. Now that's not to say that I don't struggle with having some anxiety and concerns uh, when I that are somewhat unnecessary, you know, and, and mm -hmm. actually worrying and having anxiety to the point where it makes me ill. And, uh, you know, when that actual feeling doesn't do anything to improve anything. But the fact is, is that, you know, I have come to a place where I do trust God a right. whole lot more than I ever right. did before. So, I mean, anyway, it's just. It, it, it's just so much fun to go back and, you know. Well, there, Everything was happening medically that that it seemed could happen, um, and that and I'm saying that it seemed. I'm, I'm sure things could have been so much worse, um, and I understand that. But in that moment, just thinking back to that moment, you're like, seriously, what else can happen? 
it, it, everybody had something medically going on. And um, being that it was in March, you probably had bronchitis. You know, it's just yeah. Um, it, it was just it was just a crazy time. And and absolutely to look back and and to think about you know how we were or weren't trusting in God and how we've changed since then. It's just, it's amazing. And, and, and of course it's possible for us to go back and look and see that this is the same thing. It's the power. I mean, if first, and and by the way, for those of you who do not want to put your family information out to the world, right. Then get a journal, seriously, get a journal and start journaling this stuff. And don't leave it in the bathroom at the cheesecake. (laughs) Exactly. Don't leave it in the cheesecake factory bathroom. Somebody will take it. They will. Uh, and I'm certain that, you know, they're waiting for one day for me to run for president and, they're and gonna then those things it. are going to start popping up. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, um, a couple things I want to share with you. If you do happen to do a blog, I encourage you to go to gspn.tv forward slash forum, gspn.tv forward slash forum. And in that section, there is a place that you'll see at the very top. It says social network connections. And inside that section of the forum under social network connections you'll see a thread called personal blogs and my friends this is where you can actually find the personal blogs of a lot of people in our community there are four pages of of people's conversations where they've actually posted links to their blogs and if you want to really connect with other people in our community which is what we're all about here by the way is it's all about building relationships with each other through this community you know, there's nothing. I mean, it, it's awesome to be able to just get a little glimpse into somebody else's life and to to come alongside them, to encourage them daily, as long as it is called today. So, anyway, that that's one way that you can do that. And also, want to say thank you. And I believe it was April in our chat room who gave me a link here to blurb.com. If you go to blurb.com, they have these things called blurb books. And it basically it's your blog automatically slurped into a real book. Right. So I guess basically you just give it the RSS feed for your for your blog and you can that actually go really in kind of cool and turn it into a book, which may be something that, that might be really kind of cool. You know, especially for these. I mean, you I think with this blog, um, I mean, it could be all one book, mm-hmm. but to go and to like, just pick out the family related ones yes. or to just pick out the podcasting, you know, I don't want to be looking back over our, our, what was going on in our family and see like lost show notes, you know, 30 years from now. Right. Um, I'll probably still be watching lost occasionally, but you know, yeah. I, I don't think that they need to be in a book about our family, but, um, but but to go back and to read these things about, you know, the I'm sure if you have what is this is March of 05, then you would have December of 04. And that's when Megan had her dental surgery. And, you know, just to see what was going on. And yep. uh, it's just anyway, I'm anyway. just saying the same things over and over again. Yeah, but if you guys if you guys aren't doing it already, Stephanie and I want to encourage you, I guess, really to do th- two things. Number one, if you're married, consider a marriage conference. Even if you think your marriage is doing pretty good. I mean, seriously. Especially if you think your marriage is doing pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Honestly. If you're thinking about getting married, go to one. Mm -hmm. Uh, And of course, you know, whether you're single, married, whatever, 
uh, it's a good thing to either journal or blog. I think that it's it's a healthy thing to be able to look back and see where you have been, where you've come from, and it really does give you a lot of perspective on. Wow, I, I think I my blogged worrying like three about, times. Yeah, maybe four. <laughs> I did have in my own blog. You did. I, I even re, didn't. I post one about um the JJ the jet plane. Yes. Do you remember that? I do. Oh my goodness, was Matthew's favorite favorite thing, and he lost it in Walmart of all places. And we're like, they're not going to have it. They're never going to have it. There, there is no way that it's still in that place in that store where he had dropped it or whatever it was. And I think he was, he was two or three, I guess. And so we get to the car and he realizes that he doesn't have his JJ, the jet plane. And, um, or maybe we even got all the way home. I think we did because I, I, I called them on the phone. And so we had gotten all the way home and my little boy prayed Jesus, please let them find my JJ the jet plane. I really love that toy and I want it really bad. And um we called and they had it. <laughs> and it was just it was just beautiful and I, I, that's the only blog post I ever remember writing. Yeah. Ever. I don't even know where that is anymore. I have no idea where that is or yeah. Mm. Um but I've always considered myself not a very good writer and so that's why I don't blog. But I really would, I, I'm really, I consider it from time to time. Yeah. I do. Stephanie. I do. I, I think about it from time to time. And I think that maybe now there are enough people who love me anyway who would read my bad writing. <laughs> I think there are. Hey, anyway, I just want to say that, um, you know, we want to say a special thank you to Mardell.com. M-A-R-D-E-L.com. You know, uh, this is our 100th episode of the Family from the Heart podcast. I believe there were two episodes that were one was an introduction and one was a quote unquote pilot episode of Family from the Heart. It's a test run. It was it was the pilot. And of course, we we did not do any production until we had a sponsor, which, of course, you know, Mardell came to us and says, hey, we would we really believe in what you guys are doing with GSPN and we're getting ready to launch a brand new online initiative for, you know, our, our you know, Mordell's Christian stores. And, um, you know, we think it'd be a great partnership. And lo and behold, they have been a sponsor now for two years and have and basically uh, they we are on uh, we are on our second year of sponsorship. Mm-hmm. The actual renewal of the contract comes up again in two weeks from now. And, uh, you know, we're in negotiations. I don't know if, it, you know, we're going to continue on beyond that. We're, we're working those deals out, you know, that deal out like right. we do every six months. But I will say this, that by the end of this month, Mardell will have uh, sponsored 100 episodes of Family from the Heart. Some of them better than others, uh, obviously. <laughs> but uh, we want to say a very heartfelt, very awesome thank you to Mardell.com. And if you want to say thank you to Mardell.com, would you please go to Mardell.com, M-A-R-D-E-L.com and purchase something there using the promo code GSPN in the shopping cart. And again, um, the other thing I want to let you know, last week I had mentioned that Mardell's doing some, you know, they're kind of doing some online new media initiatives. Mm -hmm. And, uh, Last week, I had mentioned that I wanted to, to finally get around to going to this. They play Pictionary and give away free prizes right. and stuff like that. And I wanted to do that last week. And I forgot that I'd be on the road to Nashville. 
So I did not show up last week when I said that I was going to. But at 4 p.m. Eastern time, that's 3 p.m. Central at Mardell.com forward slash live events. Again, that's uh, Mardell.com forward slash live events. 4 p.m. this Friday, Eastern time. I will be there. I am going to be at the live event and I am going to be all your guys' butts in Pictionary. <laughs> so uh, I encourage you to come check it out. Uh, but seriously, if you know, if you uh, if you are appreciative of the fact that Mardell has uh, been sponsoring us, you know, your next purchase, would you just do me a favor? Go to Mardell.com, M-A-R-D-E-L.com and uh, make your next Christian book or Christian apparel, music, DVD, um, from Mardell and a couple of products that I can recommend, Stephanie. Uh, we talked about it last week. The Moments Together for Married Couples. Moments Together for Couples by Dennis and Barbara Rainey. Yeah, you can get Fantastic that. Fantastic book. Matter of fact, it'll take you straight there. If you just go to gspn.tv forward slash moments together, it goes right along with what we were talking today. It has the same principles, has the same values. Uh, that we learned at the marriage conference are in this book by Dennis and Barbara Rainey. Same matter of fact, Dennis, you know, family life today is with, you know, it's, it's right. Dennis and Barbara Rainey. Exactly. So it, it all goes together. Um, it's an awesome devotional book and one that uh, for some reason, Stephanie, we've allowed an entire week to go by and we haven't pulled that out. So, I, well, I know I was just thinking the same thing. I'm pretty sure ours is still in the desk. I am. I'll tell you what I am. I am going to, before we leave for lunch, I'm going to go upstairs and find that book. And I encourage you guys to get a copy of it as well. Anyway, um, anything else, Stephanie, you wanted to share? Not today. No, I think I'm good. Well, here's the deal. I want to let you know that um, you can submit a topic for us. What we want to talk about next week. You know, what is it that you would like us to share? Do you have a question? Do you have some some kind of um, thing that we could talk about that would be inspirational, uh, topical for the family. There are some great topics that are starting to roll in over at, um, I think it's gspn.tv slash FFTH topics with a, with an S at the end. So gspn.tv slash FFTH topics. And of course you could always call in your questions or comments at 859-795-4067. That's our listener feedback voicemail hotline open 24 hours a day seven days a week and again that's 859-795-4067 and uh, again if you uh, get this in time I hope that you'll join me over at mardell.com forward slash live events and that's Fridays at 4 p.m. Eastern time we'll see you there until next time everybody join Join the the community. community